morning and out to school The teacher is teaching the golden rule American history and practical math Boy, I would love it if we taught American history and practical math again. <laughs> Who is this? Is this Johnny Cash? Who's, who's Chuck Berry. It's Chuck Berry. All right. Chuck Berry, Johnny Cash. At least I'm in the same like decade. <laughs> Josh is like, yeah, maybe not. 17 minutes before the hour here on the Drive at Large radio show. We're with Superintendent Dr. Bullhen Vargas of Manchester. Brought to us by Straight A Academy, innovation in education is their mantra. And whether your students need assistance with preparation for standardized tests, help with a subject and need tutoring, maybe uh, you're looking for private tutelage, which is a way of sort of outsourcing homeschool education, or you're looking to figure out, see, I'll tell you, I wish I had known about this a while ago because my son is pulling out what's left of my hair. As he as he looks around at colleges, <laughs> you know, the poor kid, it was a college he was really excited about. We went to visit it and he loved the college. And then he found out that the major he wants to go into isn't really a focus of that college. He's like, well, I kind of like to go to a place where my major is a focus. Ugh. So anyway, straightA.com is where you can learn more. That's straightA.com. All right, doctor, we were talking in the last segment about uh, West High School and the <clears throat> changes that... Um, you, you hope to see there in the planning process that you think is going to help get it there. Um, and I think key among it is just real community engagement and involvement in rethinking education. You, we have an example in the Manchester School District right now of how education has been rethought. And uh, it would seem, based on the data, such as the test scores that uh, we've been presented at committee, that the reengineering of education has been successful. And we're talking, of course, about the, the different approach to educating kids at Parker Varney Elementary School, where anywhere from a quarter to a third of the kids tested in any grade were proficient in math and English, jumping, literally tripling to over 75% of the kids by the end of the year being proficient, meaning on grade level, capable of doing the work um, by the end of the school year. And uh, Principal Amy Allen and her staff, who have been before the Curriculum and Instruction Instruction Committee multiple times as they've gone through this process, have really shown something that kids are responding to. So here's my question. I know you probably want to comment on what's happening at Parker Varney. Um, and, And I'm thinking the next step should be how to replicate what they're doing at other schools who aren't seeing that kind of success. For the efforts that they're putting out and the good things that they do, it's been remarkable at Parker Varney. I mean, nothing short of brilliant, really. Um, but let's take a look at the system. At Parker Varney now, you have kids in the third and fourth grade that are doing middle school work. And it's entirely possible but by the time they leave Parker Varney in the fifth, you know, going into sixth grade, that they should be doing high school work. Are pretty darn close because they've already, I think I heard her say recently, right, that uh, they're now working with Parkside so that the kids who have done everything they can possibly do at Parker Varney with what they can teach them, uh, they're now bringing in work from the, from the sixth and seventh grade at Parkside so that these kids can remain engaged and excited and progressing. So what happens if you have a, a bunch of kids, even if it's a small percentage of them, 10, 12, 15% who get into sixth grade and they're like, I've already done this. Uh, mm-hmm. are, we, are we looking towards West High School now to start giving curriculum to uh, uh, 
middle school teachers so that these kids who are coming into middle school having already completed the middle school work uh, can can keep moving forward i mean i guess what i'm asking is what you're looking at at west what we've seen at parker varney are, are we on the precipice maybe here in the manchester school district of a fundamental out of the you know not out of the box destroy the box approach to education well well as you clearly articulated what's going on in parker Barney is worth replicating the question is the system sometimes so slow to innovate. But part of the planning of the vision is um, Manchester's position in a very unique situation because you have excellent um, example how we, that we can utilize uh, to improve the system. And it's, it's sad to say that we are seeing... Um, it's, uh, uh, this particular approach that they use of Parker Bonney has been in place. By the way, we know about that approach for about over 160 years. <laughs> is this the, is um, that, is that the uh, Montessori? The is Montessori. It, and what it is is— So they're uh, basically doing a Montessori approach. Uh, it has some elements of it. Okay. But one of the elements is that, remember, you hear the us usually talk that you have to take the child where the child is at. Right. Well, if that is the case, that works for every child. So if a child can do second-grade work who is in first grade, which there are children that could do that, mm-hmm. you shouldn't stop that child. Actually, we do know that it does harm because it frustrates right. the kid to slow them down. Mm-hmm. Just the same way that you don't take a child that is in f- at first-grade uh level and then try to force him or her to do second grade work. Right. So, um, you know, it sounds like common sense, but there are, um, th- that approach has multiple elements with it. One of them is also family engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to their family uh, event, you see that there is a critical mass of parents and and great relationship between teachers and families oh, and the parents community. of Parker Varney are phenomenally involved. And uh, people are, um, um, can't wait to tell you how great this school is. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, you challenge the question that you are posing is, uh, what are you going to do to make sure that we utilize that knowledge that we are gaining from that particular school to transform um, the whole system? And it is my hope that if we do our work right, you have to look on this particular case. What do you do with a child that has been exposed to that approach so that when they go to middle school, they don't get bored when they get to high school? So we part of the planning process would be how do we get ready to make sure that our middle and high school are uh, working um, together with the um we or our elementary school to make sure that we um, improve our school system. I mean, we have a good school system here in Manchester, but the reality is that we can do better for a significant number of students that right now, uh, for all kinds of reasons, I know uh, experience and the success that we would like all children to experience. Right. So what do you need to see as the superintendent? What do you need, say, from the school board or the community? What do you need to do 
to make sure that kids coming out of this Parker Varney system don't run into a brick wall when they leave it because the system that they're matriculating to, middle school in this mm-hmm. case, um, cannot continue to either support them the way they need to be supported or provide for them the running room that they're capable of taking. Yeah, and we have what I need is a willingness to plan together and also to be open minded. And we, I'm pleased to say that um, our principal, take for example the principal West High School, is that the charge is very open minded. It's a, it's forward thinking, and also our middle school principal, I ready and willing to engage in that kind of conversation and that kind of planning. And uh, what we would need is a tremendous amount of support and also to be more positive. Because right now, and I understand why people are reluctant sometimes, because in education we keep talking about changing and change and change, and then you don't see the result. We change programs more often than people change underwear, for crying out loud. (laughs) And, and, you know, some people call it the flavor of the month, but I could tell you that what's going on at Parker Banny is not the flavor of the month. It's real work where a lot of... um, Incredible teachers, principal, parents, children working together to make this happen. Um, what we had to do, in my view, is just once again, is here we're having a, a great, great school that is doing great, great things. And all our schools are doing good and excellent things. But at the end of the day, you had to go back to the essential question. How are the children progressing? Right. When it comes to literacy and numeracy and other things, and I, I think um, the, our staff is ready to engage in that conversation. I'm working hard to make sure that the community is ready. And also, uh, um, there's no question in my mind that when you have a community that is promoting the kind of change that I think are necessary, such as uh, replicating. Uh, the good practices that you find at Parker Bonnie that we will uh, make significant strive. So, uh, you know, I forgot my question. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no joke. I forgot my question. I just saw something in the screen that caused my question to, uh, to, to leave me. So here's what I saw on the screen, though. I guess you're going to be at uh, Southside tonight for your coffee and conversation. Yes. And, uh, that, so you, you relaunched that series, the Coffee and Conversation that you yeah, did last year. People yeah, thought that that's what you were doing just to introduce yourself as the new superintendent around, but you've continued it. Well, you have to continue to be engaged. Like every time that I have a conversation with a family, you gain perspective of what you need to do to improve the system. Mm-hmm. And the end of the day, last night I was meeting with a group of parents and, um, you know, I said to them, I did challenge them. I need feedback. I need positive feedback but and constructive feedback. And how can we improve the system? The solution to improving the school or educating a child doesn't reside, yes, at the office of the superintendent or at the classroom. That it, it, The solution resides with all of us. And um, by making myself available, uh, to the public, um, families, and other, um, I do believe that I can do my job better, and I and I would like uh, for us as um, 
as a school system to also to be as open-minded as we can be when, and transparent in terms of receiving feedback and acting in the feedback that we receive from the uh, from our families and the staff and, right. and the public. Well, you know, and, and that's, uh, and I'm hoping to see something at our next Curriculum and Instruction Committee meeting, but ultimately parent engagement and feedback is one of the reasons why, you know, I personally, and you know this, came forward with a, a proposal that teachers tell parents what's going to happen in the classroom in advance of it happening so they can review the materials if they so choose and provide their feedback if they feel so moved. I, I happen to believe that if you give people an opportunity to be included and what's going to happen, they will take that opportunity. Um, certainly more often, like it's like Wayne Gretzky said, right? You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Well, you get a hundred percent of the feedback you don't ask, or you miss a hundred percent of the feedback you don't, uh, you don't ask for. And when you're sending stuff home from the classroom in advance for parents to look at, you're essentially saying, give me your feedback. And I frankly think a lot of educators are threatened by that. Maybe not the classroom teachers, but I think people who, uh, as I affectionately put it, have alphabet soup after their name and don't think parents are qualified to know what's in the best interest of their children. I think they both fear and resent it myself. Yeah, there's, uh, we're experiencing significant change today with the, in the age of technology. And um, we are slow, but we are, we are getting there in terms of utilizing technology to make, um, to make contact with parents and to make, um, um, you know, the, the working relationship of families and teachers improve them for the 21st century. And what I mean by that, you could be, right now you could be in London, in Europe, or anywhere in the world, and you can go and monitor your, your child attendance and report card through mm-hmm. our parent portable. You can communicate with your teacher in, in a matter of a second. And um, I, I am very hopeful that we can, and again, at the end of the day, it's not technology that we provide all the solution. It's us being um, willing to work together to for the benefit of our children. All right. So if residents of the city of Manchester would like to uh, chat with you tonight at Southside for coffee and conversation, I, my guess is you'll be in the library. What time? I believe it's, uh, I'll be there um I don't have it right now with my calendar, but it would be this evening. Is it oh. is it like a nighttime thing, seven seven thirty, or is it uh, late uh, afternoon? I think like it's earlier than that, but it's been posting our web page. Okay, um, we'll find it and we'll uh, put it. I up. Could, no, let me look at my calendar for you. <laughs> That'll be fine. I could give it to you right now. Okay. So, in uh, the in the meantime, um. Uh, you know, I will say that uh, that schedule is available at MANSD. By the way, I think I missed the press release that announced you were going to be doing that again. I didn't. I didn't see it yeah. come to my inbox. But the um, the time is. Um, I'll be there. Um, Four thirty. Four thirty at yep. Southside. So it's yep. four thirty this afternoon, and of course, you can always uh, contact. The school district office, if you'd like to share your thoughts, questions, or concerns with Superintendent Vargas here in Manchester. Superintendent, we appreciate your being with us. Yeah, thank you. Have a great day. We're going to take a quick, quick break for traffic, weather, and sports and be back with a preview of tomorrow's dizzy, busy show. Stay with us.
All right, on tomorrow's show, folks, we have a uh, a lot to cover. State Representative Candidate Albert MacArthur Jr., who's running in the special election in Ward 8 that will be held concurrently with our city elections, will be in the House in the 6 o'clock hour. Michael Bistany's back for Fitness Effects. The boys from AutoCare Plus will be with us for AutoCare Corner. The weekend weather, the history segment, and that guy who called in yesterday... Uh, it turns out it was my mistake. I misread the email, and they were supposed to, according to what I sent them, come in at Wednesday. I didn't tell them the day. I just gave them the time, but I misread the day. So something having to do with Fenway Park, but I forget what it is. Anyway, my bad. We'll see you tomorrow. For the entire team here at Dreadle Large, I am your ever-humble host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Until tomorrow, be good, be well. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. We're proud to have you in the audience. Thanks for being there. Please remember our sponsors. Give them the first opportunity to earn your business and let them know you heard about them on Gerard Large. It it matters. Be good, everyone.